Hello students. Today we are going to learn about the chapter grouping materials. Dear students, we group objects on the basis of certain similarities and dissimilarities in their properties. This could be based on size, color, shape, use or any other quality. This type of grouping in which similar objects are placed together is known as classification. Organizing or grouping things together makes our life simpler. It is easy to find things when they are properly arranged. Thus, classification of objects helps us in the following ways. It helps in identification. It helps in sorting of objects. It helps in locating things. It makes the study of different objects easy and more meaningful. It helps to understand similarities and dissimilarities among the objects. Now let's learn about the properties of materials. We know that a material is anything made of matter. Matter exists in three states namely solid state, liquid state and gaseous state. Objects such as chair, table, book, and utensils are solids substances such as water milk and petrol are liquids the air inside a balloon or a bicycle tire is in gaseous state all solids have a definite shape and volume the particles of a solid object are closely packed now let's learn about the second property that is texture do a piece of wood and a piece of paper feel the same to touch or appear to be the same the texture is different for different objects or surfaces wood has an uneven and bumpy surface while paper has a plain and even surface we say that wood is rough and paper is smooth similarly a rock is rough while a glass is smooth thus we can classify different materials by their texture the outer surface of a piece of iron may appear reddish brown but if the same piece is cut the inside of the piece will look shiny some metals such as iron react with air and moisture which results in their rough appearance however freshly cut piece of metals always have a smooth and shiny surface the shine and luster of metal such as gold silver brass and bronze make them ideal for making ornaments and decorative articles some materials such as rubber and wood are dull and lack luster can you compress a stone using only your hands no how about a piece of sponge yes you can easily compress it isn't it some materials such as iron wood and stone are very hard whereas materials like cotton sponge and wax are soft the properties of softness and hardness can be used to group different materials together dear students have you ever made lemonade at home 
To make lemonade, you take a glass of water. You add sugar, salt and lemon juice in it. You stir it with a spoon and your lemonade is ready. After the lemonade is made, can you see the sugar or salt in it? No. The sugar and salt disappear when you add them to water. In other words, sugar and salt dissolve in water. The substances which disappear or dissolve completely in water are called soluble substances. Some substances such as glass or sand do not dissolve in water. Such substances are known as insoluble substances. Remember how lemon juice is dissolved in water to make lemonade? Similarly, liquids such as vinegar, glycerin and honey also dissolve in water. When two liquids mix with each other or dissolve each other, they are known as miscible liquids. There are other liquids such as oil, petrol and kerosene which do not dissolve in water. They form a layer on the surface of water. The liquids which do not mix with each other are known as immiscible liquids. Now let's learn about the concept transparency. We use glass to make window panes. We can see through materials such as glass and water. These materials allow light to pass through them, thus allowing us to see through. Such materials are known as transparent materials. The materials which do not allow light to pass through them are known as opaque substances. Wood, cardboard and metals are opaque substances. We use the tracing paper as it allows us to see the design through it. Tracing paper allows a little light to pass through. Thus, we can partially see through the tracing paper. If we hold the tracing paper in front of our eyes, the things beyond the paper appear fuzzy and blurred. Such substances which allow some light to pass through them are known as translucent substances. Thus, we can classify various materials as transparent, translucent or opaque. Now let's learn about the floating and sinking concept. When a piece of wood is placed in water, it floats. This is due to the difference in the densities of the wood and water. When two substances such as a solid and a liquid or a liquid and a liquid are put together, the less dense substance floats above the denser one. Wax and cork float in water because they are less dense than water. Iron and gold sink in water because they are denser than water. A substance will only float if its density is less than that of the surrounding liquid. It will sink if its density is greater than that of the surrounding liquid. Hello students. Today we are going to learn about the chapter motion and measurement of distance. Dear students, in our daily lives we travel from one place to another. The mode of transport we use depends on the distance we need to cover, isn't it? We can either walk or bicycle to the nearby park. We can board a train or take a flight to reach from one city to another. Present day modes of transport are very comfortable and fast. 
these modes of transport were however not available in ancient times it took many years for man to develop the modern means of transport we choose the mode of transport depending on the distance we have to travel how do we find the distance between two places measurement is used to find the distance between places the word measurement is derived from the greek word metron which means a limited proportion we need measurement in our day to day life the milkman measures the volume of the milk that he gives us we measure the body temperature using a thermometer when we have a fever measurement is required to know the distance and time required to reach school a quantity that can be measured and expressed in numbers is called a physical quantity length mass time temperature are some examples of physical quantities the ancient methods of measurement were not accurate as the length of the arm foot and hand span varied from one person to another person over a period of time the ancient methods of measurement were replaced by standard units which are accepted by people throughout the world measurement means the comparison of an unknown quantity with some known fixed quantity of the same kind the known quantity is called a unit measurement is expressed in two parts for example if the length of a room is 50 meters then 50 is the number and meters is the unit of measurement the si unit for measuring length is meter for measuring mass is kilogram for measuring time it's seconds and for measuring temperature is kelvin length is the distance between any two points the distance between two ends of an object is the length of that object the distance between two far off places such as delhi and lucknow is the distance between these two cities a ruler a meter scale and a measuring tape are instruments that can be used to measure length a ruler or meter scale can be used to measure the length along a straight line a measuring tape is used to measure the circumference or thickness of a tree trunk and not a meter scale or a ruler as they cannot bend now let's learn about the types of motion the motion of an object can be in a straight path like in the car or it can be in a random path like the birds in the sky and the leaves falling from a tree the pattern of movement of different objects is different let us understand the different types of motion an object is said to be translatory motion if it moves as a whole and all the parts cover the same distance in the same interval of time there are two types of translatory motion number 1 is rectilinear motion and number 2 is curvilinear motion a translatory motion where an object moves along a straight path is called rectilinear motion some examples of rectilinear motion are a person bowling along a straight track an apple falling down from a tree an army parade along a straight line etc
Let's learn about the curvilinear motion. A translatory motion in which the object as a whole moves along a curved path is called curvilinear motion. Some examples of curvilinear motion are a car moving along a curved road, the motion of a basketball into the basket, motion of a roller coaster, etc. When a body moves in a circular manner so that its distance from a fixed point remains same, then the motion is called circular motion. Some examples of circular motion are the movement of the blades of a fan, the hands of a clock, a top moving on the ground, the movement of a potter's wheel. The motion that repeats itself at regular intervals of time is called a periodic motion. Some examples of periodic motion are the movement of a pendulum of a clock, the movement of a needle in a sieving machine, the motion of a swing. Now let's learn about the objects showing more than one type of motion. At a given point of time, an object can show more than one type of motion. For example, the movement of a drill machine shows both rotatory motion and translatory motion. The motion of a car on a road can be both rectilinear as well as curvilinear. The motion of the wheels of a car are in circular motion as well as rectilinear motion. Dear students, here we have discussed about all the concepts which are there in the chapter motion and measurement of distance. Thank you. morning we will discuss fraction a part of whole is called fraction we can say fraction the broken part or whatever may be the whole when we will take their parts is known as fraction there is numerator and denominator the horizontal line Above number of horizontal line is known as numerator and to the below of the horizontal line is known as numerator. So when there is numerator and denominator it forms fraction. Types of fraction First proper fraction Numerator is smaller than denominator is called proper fraction. Second, improper fraction. Numerator is greater than denominator is called improper fraction. Third, mixed fraction. There is a whole part and a fractional part is known as mixed fraction. Then, unit fraction. When numerator is always equals to 1 is known as unit fraction. Then, like fraction. Fractions having denominator same are called like fractions. Whereas, fraction having denominators different are called unlike fractions. Next, equivalent fraction. Fractions having the same values are called equivalent fraction. 
so these are about the types of fraction proper improper mixed unit like and unlike and equivalent fraction thank you
इट शुड बी नॉट कंटेन यूर्स लविंगली और यूर्स फेथफुली ओके सो येस टूडे वी डिस्कस हाउ टू राइट डायरी आई होप यू विल कंटिन्यू योर डायरी राइटिंग चैलेंज थैंक यू एंड टेक केयर बी सेफ स्टे होम